right, well, Asif and Marcus, welcome to this podcast on Technicolor's Color Assist. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah, it's a rather impromptu opportunity. Originally, I met Asif at South by Southwest, and you gave a presentation on Color Assist with a film producer there, which was really interesting. I thought, oh, I've got to go see this. Yeah, we presented a film, um, Gaze of the Beholder, and we showed um, how we colored the film as sort of an interactive demonstration. Yeah. And I, I drug a bunch of people with me and said, we had to go see this. So we did and we met and then um, we talked a little bit later about getting together for a podcast because as a DaVinci Resolve user myself, I was could really see where this tool would be very, very useful, even for a colorist who has all the tools in a sense themselves. And we'll get into that. But we also have Marcus Leffler with us, who's the designer of the tool. Yes? Yes. Um, but unfortunately, I wasn't at the conference because I had to do last minute bug fixes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of goes in the territory. Yes, you know? unfortunately. Are you, you going to be at NAB this year? You um, I plan to be there for one day just for partying. <laughs> <laughs> well, after all, that is half of what, no, maybe 60% of what you do at NAB. It's networking. And Actually, the South by parties. NAB doesn't hold the candle to what happens. <laughs> <laughs> next, next year, I join you. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and we we actually live um, very, very close, like almost within walking distance of downtown South by, so you'll have to come. Alrighty. Well, um, you know, I was thinking originally I was going to meet it when it's the, you said, let's get together at the Technicolor building. I'm like, yes, you know, Hollywood, Sunset Boulevard, but we're not actually there, right? We're in a separate location because this is just for your team. Is that what's here? Yes, and we're actually in Burbank where all the fun happens there, all the studios. Oh, Burbank. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Actually, actually, we're we're um, in sort of the startup area of Technicolor. Our division's called Amplify, and we're that's about right. a 10-person incubator startup that's uh, taking color assist to market. Well, let's talk about that. What exactly does that mean? Is that that's where color assist got started? What was the original idea, the motivation for you know, I always think of Technicolor as movies and, you know, color science type things and all that. And now you've got software. So what was the motivation for doing well, that? Well, the motivation was actually driven by our customers. Um, two years oh. ago at NAB, we showed a camera profile for, for a digital SLR camera. And um, that got a lot of attention to our booth. We were showing our DP light system, which is our signature onset color correction software. Um, we've been using this for over 120 movie titles already. So um, this was, you know, asking people were asking questions. Oh, what is the system? This looks great. Can we buy this? And we said, no, sorry, this is only for if you do a movie production with us and oh. then we do services for you. Okay. And but that started the process of, well, maybe we should do something for the consumer space or the prosumer space where um, the people who are interested in color correction have something easy to use. Well, is, is this where the sign style profile for the Canon camera yes, came in? Is exactly. this all part of the so same it, thing? It, it drove it. That, that yeah. were the, the big moment for us where the people were coming. Uh, Canon was, um, had a lot of press going on about this profile. So um, we, we shared a booth with them and that got a lot of attention <laughs> and started the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I think what's, what's great about Colors is it's the first time Technicolors created a product for the prosumer content creator where you didn't need to be a big Hollywood studio or have a, you know, an amazing giant budget to, to get access to Technicolors color science. So really now content creators can get um, Color Assist and use looks created by actual colorists and use some of the techniques that are used on set in Hollywood. Um, well, 
You know, to that end, uh, I think one of the things, Asif, that was really interesting to me in our conversations was that you um, are actually a writer, director, movie producer yourself in some way. What, what was, and you've actually got something that's in a, uh, the festivals now? Yeah, I have, I have a feature film that I made uh, several years before joining Technicolor. Um, it's, it's playing at a film festival in Florida this weekend, but uh, I don't know when this will air. <laughs> um, but, you know, I I've, have done color on my feature because I shot on film and sat down with a professional colorist. Yeah. But really when I saw Color Assist for the first time before I actually started with Technicolor in this position, it was every time I looked at the tools before, it was confusing to me. It was challenging. It's like, man, I don't know where to begin. You're going from room to room, or there's so many nodes, or there's so many oh, yeah. windows. Right. But once I saw Color Assist, it really something clicked. It made sense, and I hear that from a lot of our, um, you know, a lot of the content creators that have started to use our software. And really, in 15 minutes, you can quickly start to grade your film. And and the UI, the interface is so easy. It happens in real time. I was always tired of waiting for something to render and did that work? Did that not work? But here, I, it happens in real time. Your creator process is not interrupted. You can you can step right into it and go. So, Marcus, you know this is a rather wonderful opportunity to, act to speak to the developer. Is this is this the end result you were going for essentially in your original idea and planning? It and was. Um, we we had a the the whole concept phase was really clear around a, a very good user experience that was um, the focus um, reduced feature set so people are not overwhelmed with um, buttons and knobs and whatever so right from the beginning it was um, that clear that we wanted to have a very friendly open user interface and uh, a real-time experience because we did a survey. We did a survey on 60,000 people uh, and asked them, what do you want? What's what's the features that, that are currently missing? And um, so we listened to them. Was that like ease of use was like one of the top ones, I suppose? Yes, yeah. ease of use was mm -hmm. very important. Mm -hmm. And But also top was, oh, we don't want to wait for render. So <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, well, everybody's impatient, you know, oh, why isn't it taking so long? Right, right. Um, so therefore, yes. Yeah. And um, so with, with modern laptops, you have these things called GPU. Yes. And they yes. are fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've come along. And this runs on both the Mac and the PC. Yeah, it works both worlds. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the things that attracted to me is a couple of things, but the first one with related to the user interface was, first off, it comes up very quickly. It's very um, kind of friendly and colorful to look at. Uh, some color... Uh, tools, um, especially some of the older ones, can look very utilitarian, you know. But this was just friendly to look at. The other thing was, though, that it has a RGB uh, display, uh, you know, vector scopes. scope. Yeah. That, I mean, it's like, wow, it's like almost very similar to what we have in Resolve. What was different about that is you could, you have a set of predefined looks. I think you have like 25 that come with the tool. Correct, 25 come yeah. with the tool. And so you can try those out, but now you can actually, with just a little bit of coaching, you know, it doesn't take much or you don't even have to know a whole lot. You can look at the displays and see what's going on and make some minor changes in the curves and things like that. That's a curved display that comes up too. There, so There's a curve panel, so you could the, actually do, just, yeah. just tweak individual colors in the curves. Right, right. And, you know, I just, uh, I, the other thing that, that sort of came to mind is, uh, you know, see, how do I say this? You know, in the, 
in the established color grading colorist community you know there was a there was some early comments when it came out it's like okay yes another color grading tool for someone who doesn't know what they're doing you know and i thought well, that was a little offhanded you know i mean that's the wrong perspective i think at least in my world at in austin with lots and lots of indie producers that come in and need things they come in at the very end of the, of the of this process saying okay now i want it to look like something you know and it's like well you know really now with digital color grading tools especially something like this you can start with this while you're shooting while you're experimenting with how you want to enhance the storytelling of the process before you've even finished editing and test things out maybe you'll finish the whole thing out yourself with some color uh, color grading that you've done in here on the other hand if you're going to hand it to a colorist now what you can do is say this is what i'm going for in this scene and this scene and this scene and this scene and you can actually output a lot from this into resolve which we just did here ourselves which were great so now you have that as a starting point as the colorist and you know this is what they're looking for this is exactly what they're looking for yeah for colorists it's always very important to have a reference image yeah so they they don't stick with that lookup table but they that's, have a starting that's point, a starting point. that's important yes and this is a very light way to do this on set you load your media it all takes all file formats and then you just start your your grade and then you send over the color correction to your editor. Yeah. yeah, I mean, essentially with your laptop, you can just pop pop that card of the camera, pop it into your computer and in real time quickly create a look, dial in a look, add some some effects to it with some curves or color controls, and actually you can save it. So you can save it, you can create your own look for a scene, mm -hmm. and then you can access that later in the evening when you're processing your dailies or, or with your editor, or even you know if, if you happen to be completely ultra low budget, when you go home and color yourself, this, this tool just scales that way. And you can go back on set and say, that's the look I created last night, here's the look I have today. And it's non-destructive. So as you save these different looks, right. you could have nine different looks right. per clip. You can always constantly tweak and go back, and it all, again, happens in real time. And I'm, even as a cinematographer that's, or the DP that's look, that's lighting the set, whether it's, it's, even if it's just an indie and they've gone out and they've got kits that they've rented and whatnot, this is a way to test out how the lighting is going to look with a given, you know, look, color look that you've applied to it, because sometimes those things can vary a bit. So assuming there's a little bit of time to do that or it's a multi-day shoot, you can then make some adjustments as you go along. Well, and, and if you happen to be shooting with one of our camera profiles, you're also, right. also getting a completely flat image, which to an untrained eye, your producer maybe, will look and say, wait, <laughs> why? There's, this isn't That's vibrant. Right. The colors aren't popping, but you're preserving that color space. Yeah. And so you can quickly come here and get a lot better color right. because you preserve that color space and that depth. We also, in our curves panel, give you an inverse S-curve. So if you do happen to shoot with a lot more dynamic range or a camera that doesn't take one of our camera profiles, you can come here and quickly apply that inverse S-curve, find your image, and then really start getting the, 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 the tool set from our looks or our color controls. Right. So what's next with the tool? Uh, NMB is coming up. Uh, do you want to mention anything about what's going to happen there or? So with ColorSys, we currently support Final Cut 7 yeah. and um, Adobe Premiere 5.5 or greater. Right. 
Um, we're in beta testing right now with After Effects and Final Cut X. So we've gotten a lot of demand saying, when is this tool going to be available for Final Cut right. X? Yeah, so, yeah. so we're happy that that's coming to market. We also have um, a new flavor of Color Assist 1.5, which has a bunch of new features. I'll let Marcus, if you want to talk about what's coming and the, the, the new version. Yeah, well, the, basically the new feature also allows you to work with still images. And um, you can oh, have, yeah, nice. this, the same tool set, everything now for still images. Um, and you can even render them out in within the software. So you, you for sure have the highest quality of image there. Um, a couple UI enhancements, a new pixel meter tool. Oh, so you can sort of see what the RGB value is on a pixel basis kind of yes. thing? Yes. It's, it's something like an extreme magnifier where you can um, go into your image and, and find code values uh, and beats and having the, the color tool and in the Mac floating yes, around exactly. and display all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And we show this translated in IRE scale. And so you can um, you can easily work with that. And um, yeah, that's that's one of the new features that helps a lot with keying. So this is a Rec seven oh nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, are there any other is it will in the future ASUS or well, yeah, Asus is something that is not really something for the um, for the prosumer, I would say. True, it's, it's, fair it's enough. far yeah. away from being uh, yeah. even in Hollywood <laughs> implemented. <laughs> yeah. So most of us are just kind of get our head but around. We it. control the 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 color processing pipeline, so if making this Asus compliant is is no problem. Yeah, makes sense. That's it because you've got it down at the core level down there. Well, guys, thank you very much. This was like such a treat to have both of you here as a matter of fact because it just made this opportunity for this interview to have some real depth and meat to it it's kind of exciting too just being right here in LA so thank you very much thank you for having us and if you do use color assist send us your projects we'd love to see how, how you've colored your work <laughs> absolutely thank you Shun. thank you Shun. <laughs>